tell me that you built a time machine? Uh, what about the Inconceivable! Inconceivable! Get, 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 get. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. I'll have what she's having. Okay, welcome to Picking High School. This is a podcast where we talk about 80s films. My name is Lex. And I'm Miss. Hi, Miss. It's been a while. It has been a while. How have you been? I've been good. How are you? I'm I'm well. <laughs> Tired, but I'm good. That's just default <laughs> for our lives. Yeah, all, all good. Everything's good. Yeah. Um, has been a while. We've been busy. I've been running. You've been running. Started a basketball team for the kids. Yep. What have you been up to? Uh, working. Working. Teaching. Yep. That's about it. Yep. Parenting. Yeah, all encompassing. <laughs> Very good. Today we have a... Uh, uh, 1986 film for you. Classic. A classic. Cult classic. The least favourite of my favourite 80s director's films. Yes. Um, and he didn't actually direct it. No. But he, re- he wrote it. Yeah. But Heckling uh, um, directed it, didn't she? No, someone else. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll find out in a second. <laughs> Definitely a John Hughes film and obviously uh, part of the whole John Hughes 1980s experience. Yeah. Um... Probably mostly because of the actors that are in it. Mm-hmm. First of all, what is the film? Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. It's kind of fitting with all the Barbie stuff at the moment. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. Mm. Yeah. Maybe two weeks off the Barbie train. That's the original Pretty in Pink, I guess. There was a Pretty in Pink Barbie in the 80s. I had it. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay. Give me the blurb of 1986 movie Pretty in Pink. Well, we have Andy, who is... Wrong side of the tracks and her sort of best friend, Ducky. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up falling in love with a boy who is like clearly quite wealthy mm-hmm. and sort of the trials and tribulations of the social class difference in this high school, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. It's a very, it starts very quickly and it ends very quickly, this movie. And it's very one dimensional in terms of the plot. Yeah, but it's, it is it, 80s. It really is my least favorite of all of his movies, and that's because I love all his movies. But this one, it just rubs me the wrong way a little bit. A little bit, and and we can discuss why. And I think I know why. But uh, you mentioned all the characters' names, but um, Andy's played by Molly Ringwald, who is mm-hmm. probably his muse. We've talked about it. So oh, absolutely, many times. yeah. This film. I think they collaborated together a little bit. Yeah, they did because she suggested the song name Pretty in Pink for the movie. Mm-hmm. The song came before the movie and she suggested that and, like, there was other things that mm-hmm. she – the stu- he wanted her for this film. The studio didn't want her. Mm-hmm. The studio wanted Jennifer Beals from Flashdance. Right. But he wouldn't do it without, without her. her. No. Well, that's, so, that's, that's a connection. And obviously yeah. they made some great movies together. And mm-hmm. This is probably not the best movie together. It's still decent. Oh, I still would have done a roaring yeah. teenage trade. Of course, it was on that genre. It was Absolutely. definitely using the star power and yeah. more star power in that was um, uh, Andrew McCarthy, Andrew McCarthy Andrew as the McCarthy. love interest who yeah. plays, what's his name? Blaine. Blaine. <laughs> the most rich person's yeah. name. Hello, Blaine. Such a rich person's name. Yeah. Seriously. I know. So they picked it. They picked it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and his best mate, what's his best mate? Oh, oh Steph. Steph. James Spader. Oh, Steph, James Spader. Uh, James uh, Spader's actually pretty good in this. He's um, good in it. The character's a The dick character's dick. a dick and he's yeah. supposed to be a dick. 
I guess you know he, he's a quality actor, and and it started yeah. quite early. I mean, he's still acting. Yeah. <laughs> Out of everyone in this film, he was meant to be Blaine, and really? then he wanted to play the villain, so he ended up playing Steph. Right. He 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 suits it so much better. McCarthy's so much better as the love interest. Yeah, because he's, he's, um, he's got those eyes. He's got those eyes. You know. That, that, yeah. Baby face, baby. Kind of, yeah, yeah, he does, you know. Yeah. But of course, John Cryer too. Who, yeah. I mean, I think most people associate him with um, two and a half. Everybody, day, right? Right. Like, seriously. Yeah, and this film probably. Yeah. If, if you remember it, I guess he's so is, he's so young looking in this movie. He is. He still looks like Ferris Bueller though. Oh, so. And I remember much. watching he's like episodes. The poor man's <laughs> You know? like, oh, I feel bad saying it, but it's true. Isn't yeah, it? it's like he wasn't available for this film, so they just got the, the closest version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he would have been too big by this point. Oh, so Brett, obviously, Broderick, yeah, was going yeah. his trajectory from yeah. the first, you know, from Ferris yeah, yeah, they yeah. obviously had already done gangbusters yeah. since. So, so yeah. So then Ducky ended up being John Cryer, and obviously, John Cryer's career didn't really take off till two and a half men. Yeah, uh, and like a good ten seasons worth and. Even, yeah, after, um, even after Charlie Jean Sheen left, he yeah. stepped on to be with Ashton Kutcher and that. Yeah. And that. Anyway, he, he's definitely in this and he's got some, some a pretty decent character in Ducky himself. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about him in a bit. Um, and in terms of other actors. Blay from Ghostbusters. Yeah, what's the name? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Annie Potts. Annie Potts. And she's very, very oh, angry. Ghostbusters. Yeah, she's, got a, she's got a very memorable voice. She does. She's voiced a few um, cartoons yeah, as funny. well. And it's a few sneaky yes, actors. Yes, there's Christy Swanson at the very end. Okay, okay. Before we get to Christy Swanson, there's a few other sneaky ones. One's Dice, so anyone who's entourage. Um, I don't know who that is. He's a, he, okay, so he's a comedian, but he's he's like a an 80s movie guy. Okay. So um, he made his, his character called Dice, and he appears in certain 80s films, right? Well, who is he in this? He's the, the bouncer. Who Ducky oh, doesn't love? Oh, at the, at the club. Yeah, at the club. Who Ducky yeah, doesn't let Ducky, Ducky in ever? Oh. So he, and he keeps like, but they're good friends. He's like, yeah, but I'm not going to let you in. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you keep asking? Because you keep, you know, I'm always yeah. going to say no. He's like, well, I'm always going to try because we're friends now. And oh. he but he's in Entourage, and he, the character he plays in Entourage is again Dice. Yeah. Because he's like a recurring actor kind of character. That's funny. And he's and they liken him in Entourage because of. Uh, the victory guy, oh, main character, I'm forgetting entourage. But anyway, um, he he is like the brother of Matt Dillon in real life. Ah, and then it's kind of like a, okay, so there's this like this this B grade actor kind of scene that's in Hollywood and yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and uh, Matt Dillon's brother Kevin Dillon, his name's the actor's name, and and it kind of, it's kind of believable that he's actually. An actor, yeah. On Entourage, is just a character. Anyway, weird. To bring that back to Christy Swanson, so she is a sneaky actor at the very end of the film, and yeah. you're like, okay, why is she in this film? Yeah. Right? Like, you know, did she have movies? Before? I don't think she's her breakout film. But... No, well, I, the thing I remember her from first is the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Yeah. You know, that's what I remember her from. But she's also, um, she is in some other things. I think so. She's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off when she, she does my sister's Ferris. boyfriend's cousin's girlfriend said that he's got blah, 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 blah. So she's in Ferris, which is yeah. voice, right? So she's like kind of obviously pulled in as a bit actor from John Hughes. Yeah. Okay. So she's pulled in as a bit actor because the original plot. I know. 
Yeah. Without sp- spoiling it, but I yeah. if you haven't seen this by now, if you haven't seen this film, you're so probably not original, listening to this. Are you talking about the original ending? The original ending. Yeah, so they were supposed to get together. Yeah. Ducky and Andy, and the test audiences hated it so much that they reshot it. Amazing. Which I completely agree with. And it makes so much more sense as to why he was there at the hall. At the, at the prom. At the prom. Yeah. And at the end it would have been they okay. were going to be together. Exactly. And then, then they all hated it. And then why, you asked about, why is this a weird blue screen at the end? Yeah. Because that was shot after the film had already been. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and what they tried to make look like that that same place, but obviously it, it wasn't. wasn't. So I know. Like, oh. So it makes more sense as to why, but the fact that everybody hated it yeah. plays to the themes of this film. Yeah. So the main themes are obviously... Teenage angst. Teenage angst, which is always a theme, but I think the, the one that's the clearest theme is... is Love rich, between rich, yeah, rich and, the and poor. poor, and can the rich and poor it's get such together? A weird, like they're obviously like hyper rich. These kids, like their parents, sorry, yeah. Like it's not just you can tell from what they where they live, but like it's just really, really markedly obvious that these are people who are very, very wealthy. Correct. I mean, the way they dress, the, the yeah. houses they live in, the cars they drive. <laughs> like, like Steph, the the dickhead friend, like yeah. with his like Miami Vice suit. Yeah, he's literally wearing. Like, nah, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, and he's yeah. constantly smoking a white cigarette. I know. Like, okay, maybe that was a rich thing to do. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but now it's just a, yeah, a broken thing to do. Horrible. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it was. Um, Obviously, quite interesting to find out that they kind of changed yeah. the change the ending, and it yeah. kind of then makes more sense as to why certain things happened the way they did. But I like I have real issues with Ducky in this film. Okay, let's talk about it. Because I think he's like really possessive mm. of her, mm. and she's made it clear that she's not interested in him mm. in a romantic way, and he just continues to push it, and then he like punishes her by not speaking to her and stuff. Mm. He does the weird drive-bys on the bike and he just won't give her space. Like, he, it's really weird. Like, he re- literally rings and leaves, like, 40 billion yeah. messages. It's just... It's almost... Really uncomfortable, stalkerish... Stalkerish. ...behaviour. Yeah, and he talks to the dad and tells the dad that they're yeah. going to get married one day, but she just doesn't know it yet. Yeah, it's it just really, really makes me uncomfortable. And so that probably... With the test audiences, mm. they may have felt something similar and just gone, no, mm. this is not, they're not supposed to end up together. And look, the, the other two probably weren't either. And they probably mm. would have, you know, finished up. He was a senior anyway. She was yeah. year 11. Yeah. That wouldn't have lasted. Well, yes, the test audiences didn't like it. One, because it's a fairy tale of falling in love with someone and then... Yeah, like mm, Prince Charming. The Prince Charming yeah. thing. And you want it to work out in the end. I yeah. Know all movies aren't supposed to, but for this... You know, 90-minute 80s movie, you <laughs> probably should have. Yeah, right? yeah, of course. Uh, the other reason you're probably right with, with the Ducky's character is not really lovable. So. Not at all. He's incredibly unlikable. <laughs> he really yeah. is. I mean, he's got some redeeming characters. But when he, you know when he does this, the scene where he goes into the radio record store where yeah. um Andy and her friend work, mm. and he does this, like, lip-syncing dance to mm. that trial of tennis, and it's just... Bizarre. It's a bizarre mm. scene, mm. you know, like it's really weird. Mm. 
And you just see the way she's looking at him. And well, it's, it's, just, more, it's, yeah. it's the scenes behind it, like he, how he sneaks into the back room and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a bit strange. You're like, okay, well, what are you doing? Oh, setting off the alarm just to get yeah. your attention. You're like, oh, this is my place of business. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's what you very doing? odd. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. definitely a strange character. And, uh, and I guess... All the male characters in this are a little bit strange. Like the They're father, very unlikable. the father the is father, daughter. Like so, it, it's interesting to talk about how that that movie from the early two thousands, not another teen movie, is the parody directly of this film. Yeah, and in it, like that the parody movie, it's stupid, but it's like hilarious. Like there's this almost like it's sort of like weird. The dad. The, the, the dad, the calling her, like, pumpkin tits and <laughs> the, stuff. And the cocaine dealing. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I just think it's a very odd Is that the joke? Is that the joke? Yes. Not, I didn't realise that they're making fun of that dad. That dad, Because yeah. he's poor and, like, But he's also just, like, almost, like, there's this dependency. Like, they're yeah. white. His, his wife, her mother left. Yeah. You know, and then she's almost stepped into this pseudo-wife role, the yeah. daughter. And it, it is weird. I feel okay. like every male character in this film is weak as. Well, just the also really likable. Um, you know? Blaine is like, oh, he listens to his friends and then just. Yeah, I know. Off. And then Bucky, yeah. Bucky's a fucking um, stalker. Yeah. And the friend is just a dick. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's another thing. Like, that, we dick. should say that. Like, Steph mm. is also into Andy. Oh, true, And true. keeps Good trying point. to proposition her and she yep. keeps saying no. And that line where he says, mm. you know, you try to buy, you buy everything and you can't buy her. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I think that... Sorry, I did yeah. think that was one of my other themes, is this bitter rejection. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Um, and, and we see this, you know, with guys, when some guys, when they're rejected by women and, mm. you know, they things turn bad, yeah. you know? And yeah. that's almost like, obviously... There's this delusion, like alluding to that mm. in this, you know, like Steph is rejected by her, so yeah. then he tries to break up the relationship mm. and succeeds for a period of time mm. with her and Blaine. It's it's just weird. The whole thing is, you're right, the male characters are incredibly unlike all Whereas she's quite strong and and we'll talk about, you know, her, her main strong, line in the in the But I also that. don't think she's incredibly likable either. Mm. You know, like when you watch the other ones, you know, Breakfast and Clubs, mm. Sixteen Candles, like you, there's redeeming qualities Mm. really likable characters but she's an i don't know it's a it's an odd movie yeah it is a bit just off tilt a little bit yeah what does a film mean to you like i said it's never it's my least favorite of all his movies i remember my sister megan watching it mm. because she loved molly ringwald mm. and it just feels like it was just it was just a movie that was always there that was part of this pack of movies that mm. come together as a group mm. But it, it was just never one that was something. It wasn't like one of those Ferris Bueller or Breakfast that we just watched incessantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? We watched it because of the halo effect of John Hughes. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I think I probably avoided this movie just from the title, like being a, yeah. like a five to ten-year-old kid. Can, can we just also talk about the dress? So there's, again, with yeah. that Not Another Teen Movie, there's that whole musical number where they're like, I'm so poor, I have to make my own dress. And she makes... <laughs> The most hideous dress in this movie. And yeah. Molly Ringwald came out and said, I hated it. I didn't want her to wear it. It's like a sack. Yeah, And yeah. it's meant to be like, because she's meant to be like arty, like, yes, I'm poor, but I can get things from the Goodwill shop and put them together, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And if you do that, there's nothing wrong yeah, with no, it. No, no. It's just that this particular. It's a terrible I outfit. mean, the name of the movie is Pretty in Pink. 
Yeah. She's in pink. <laughs> but she ain't pretty. <laughs> the dress is not making her look any prettier yeah. than, than... I mean, she's pretty, She's a pretty woman. So, what makes this film 80s? Oh, look, it's very, very 80s. I mean, it's the, the clothing... You know, the, the, the whole fashion is like a thing in this movie because yeah. she's obviously interested in, you know, fashion, fashion. and making yeah. her own clothes yeah. and stuff. And she's got this weird, like, avant-garde mishmash of clothes, which was, right. I think, a very... It did happen that sort of mid eighties point. People started wearing like weird big hats and brooches, and like yep. when Prince was wearing like the ruffles with blouses and stuff. Yeah, like it yeah. was, you know, it was, yeah. it was that. And I think you know, <laughs> it's a lot. blouses. <laughs> like it was very. And even Ducky wears like a brooch, you know, to the. Which was not the And the most guy that looked like the chicks, yeah, yeah, the yeah. most chicks. Exactly right. Yeah, it was sort of a bit like, like that, that, that era. Yeah, but it is, and her best yeah. friend. Is got that kind of vibe about it, the whole Cindy Lauper vibe, like ah, the, yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. like you know yeah. hair up, and then all of a sudden she's in fifties gear with a bee- beehive, and all of a yeah. sudden she's wearing something else, yeah, just like a thousand dresses. So I mean, it's, it is what really eighties. It is eighties, yeah. I've, I definitely felt, and I don't know if you noticed this, but the telephones were obviously the ring ring oh, phone. Yeah. We've talked about that, but when she was calling him, she had the dial up. Oh, you mean like the rotary phone? The rotary phone. Yeah. And when he answered, he had the same one, but with the buttons. Oh, so that's so a well thing. Yeah. That right. was like... So the, the rotary phone, but the buttons... We had a rotary phone. I love that phone. Oh, yeah, of course. It was but then we phone. got buttons when we got the... You know, you went up in life. You, in you, moved, you moved up. <laughs> <laughs> now there's not even buttons. Yeah, now there's not um, even phones. The other funny yours. thing was we talked about was that the rate, the stereo. Oh, that the stereo. Small that little version. small version. Oh, I love yeah, that. The red that. one. Yeah, yeah so cool. Yeah, was. so cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, okay, so, so favourite scene? You know, I... Like, I don't really. I mean, I guess I like the prom scene. It's you know, it's kind of cool. It wasn't the best prom scene. Like, There's so many prom no. scene movies. It wasn't. Yeah. Nothing about it that really stood out. Like it went straight to dialogue. Yeah. I mean, I think I like the move. The scenes that are where her friend at the beginning gives the mean girls like the finger and stuff like that's kind of funny. As an aside, it's mm. the same high school down in Venice where Greece was filmed mm. eight years prior. Mm. So mm. that's funny. Yeah, right over high. Isn't it right over high? Mm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, what about you, Dave? Same. Even though you bagged it, yeah. I thought that ducky scene of him lip syncing to oh, the like was good. Yeah. Like it was uncharacteristic for the rest. It didn't make no sense as to why it was in the film. Which is like him showcase. Like, and it went for too long. You know, it was meant to originally be a Mick Jagger song that he was going to lip sync to right. or a Michael Jackson song that ended up being that. And it's weird that it's like an Otis <sighs> Redding song. You, it's just... The, it's funny how that I was looking like, what is he doing? Yeah, it was just really weird. It was just, it was just kind of like cut the movie. Like the half, this is the halfway point. We're going to have an interlude. <laughs> and that's what I mean. I'm saying like, it started really quickly and ended really quickly. It was just like a, it felt like everything was just thrown Mashed together. In quite you know, it's, yeah. which yeah. is not cute. Mm. These movies flow yeah. beautifully normally. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. this one, I just don't know. Well, I don't know. And it, like I said, if you cut and recut in the ending after the film, and of course, it's you know, McCarthy had to wear a wig in the reshoot because yeah, he had his head shaved for another role. Wrong role. Yeah, um, and he was a lot skinnier. Yeah, yeah. I think that was my favorite okay. scene. I, I do like that song though. To be it's a good fair. song. Yeah. That's probably my favorite song. Yeah, yeah. But I think my favorite line is probably the one that actually from Ducky, where he's like, "Bling, that's not a name; it's an appliance." <laughs> and I'm like, it really does sound like an appliance. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Well, yeah. my, mine was her hero line when she's like, when she's like, I'm going to prom. It doesn't bother me that I'm yeah. going by myself. They can't break me. They can't just want to prove to them they can't break me. Yeah. I'll go girl power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good line, yeah. actually. Yeah. Okay, so will Gen Z get this film? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, uh, you know, it's it, like the whole teenage thing, it's, it transcends. It keeps mm. going. You know, mm. they understand it. Mm. And what about the whole gap between rich and poor? Is there a gap? I think so. Maybe not so much here. Maybe not so much here. But it's funny because it's not really like, you know how Americans are always like, we don't have a class system. And it's like, yeah, I think you kind of do. I mean, it's not as prominent as as England or something like that. Maybe it's more like the cliques in high school that they would relate to. Mm. You know, not so much the divide between wealthy and poor, but definitely, you know, there are groups in high schools. It's obviously something that um, Hughes wanted to explore since, you know, Breakfast Club is totally about the clicks, mm. whereas here it's more about uh, it's wealth. Wealth, yeah. yeah. So and the class system, but it, I mean, it was rich and poor as black and white, right? Like it's kind of yeah. Like, this one's rich, this one's poor. They can't mm. get along. And um, yeah, look, I thought that it still transcends now. Yeah. I, I believe. I believe. Okay, so was there anything that wouldn't fly mm. today? I don't think so. I think it's it's pretty harmless. It's, it's not even like it's not really like any like overt sexual stuff or mm. anything like that. Like mm. it's quite a tame mm. film in that sense. Do you know what I mean? There's no nudity or anything. Mm. And I just think, yeah. Got the a- F-bomb a bit. Yeah, but that's okay. That's, mm. you know. Yeah. I don't think there's anything really offensive in this it, like movie. Mm. I mean, obviously smoking in school was a little bit. Well, yeah, but I think the idea was that he thought he could do anything, Steph, because of his money. And that's when the teachers didn't do anything and, like, yeah. basically do whatever he wanted. Yeah. She kind of had a, had a weird vibe about it. Well, that's what he said, you know, you can buy your way out of anything. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about the soundtrack. There, uh, He talked about the main title being from a, a group called the Psychedelic Furs. <laughs> yes. Um, and they got a very husky voice. Yeah, it sounded, like we said, it sounded like Bowie a little it bit. sounds very familiar, mm. um, but I can't place my finger on what else they sing. And the song that plays at the end is If You Leave. Yeah. And that's another song that's quite prominent in the song as well, in the movie, sorry. Okay, we talked about, in terms of sequels and remakes, uh-huh. there's, obviously, you talked about Not Another Teen oh, Movie. Oh, it's one of my favourite That's movies. obviously one that it references a lot of oh, movies. Oh, it does. It does reference a lot of movies, but this is what it's basically based on. One of the main spoof movies. Yeah. Well, all John Hughes movies, really, but this one yeah. is a few more ties to it than... It's than quite John Hughes high. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the song. <laughs> Um, And I don't know if you know, but they turned this into a novel. Oh. And in the novel, she ends up with Ducky. Oh. Because they released the novel before they re-released it with the new ending. Oh. So how funny that is. That is funny. I need to get my hands on that novel. Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we're almost there. What what did you give this movie out of 10? Oh, God. Look, I think it's maybe like a five or a six. Hmm. It's just... I feel like it's almost like he wanted to, he knew it rides on the coattails of his name, mm. right, and and probably Molly Ringwald as well. So mm. it would have made a lot of money for them mm. just because he it is John Hughes and, and Molly Ringwald's in it, you know, mm. and Andrew McCarthy as well. Mm. But I don't think it's a good movie. So I, mm. I, I think I give it a 5 out of 10. I think, you know, mm. it's got all the elements there, but it's just, just, I don't know. <laughs> wow, almost a fail. Yeah. Um, 
I'll probably give it a six. Okay. Funny you bring up the McCarthy thing, and I think I brought it up before, but it's weird that the movie before this was St. Elmo's mm. Fire um, in 1985. Yeah. And he plays like a a young adult. Mm. They're all young adults. There, yeah, like, like college. Because they, they finish college, don't they? They finish college yeah, and they're yeah, starting. So they're like they're 20, starting. 23. And then the year after, he plays this character who is like 17, 16, 17. So I feel like potentially he didn't want to be in this film because he's developing his role yeah, as an actor outside of the kind of college boyfriend yeah. and then he's kind of brought back into it again and it kind of feels like he didn't do the best job that he would yeah, otherwise want to do. I just think like I feel like Molly Ringwald really overacted in this film too. Mm. Like the whole scene where she's screaming at him in the hallway. Like, yeah, I get it, she's angry, but it's just... Was very over the top. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy! Yeah. What do you want to hear? Tommy! Oh, no. Yeah. Like, it was just really, like, full on. Yeah, look, it was a bit yeah. of a rush job, but I'll give it a, giving it a six. It was right. still, I, I just think five is too close to a fail. It was still, it was still a watchable movie. Yeah, I mean, um, if you're going to commit to Hughes, you have to watch them all. Oh, yeah. Well, those 80s ones, but definitely this yeah. is part of it. Cool. And I think that's it. Is there anything else you want to bring up? No. No? No. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> like and subscribe. If you've yeah. listened this far, then just give us a like and yeah. uh, push it if you want to. Hit us up on the Instagram. Smash the like button. Smash the like button. Smash the like button. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Cool. Peace. Bye. Blaine? His name is Blaine? Oh, that's a major appliance. That's not a name.
this is a test. Okay, this is a test. <laughs>